On today's Friday Fire, we talk about learning to perform without purpose. A lot of times we feel like we need this big idea, this big plan, this sexy, specific thing going on, when in reality, all we really need to be doing is finding little wins on a daily basis, regardless of what is going on outside in our life or if there is this big plan or big purpose. That is a mythical place. That is a mythical thought. It is not going to exist every day. So we need to figure out how to act without purpose. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is- Happy Friday, everyone. We are back. It is... It's my sister's birthday today. Aw, Shout out to Julie and my aunt. Yeah, she's turning 70 today. I'm actually supposed to go to the OBGYN today for the first. So really funny story. Oh, you've told this six times on the podcast. I'm finally still going. haven't gone. I'm oh, finally you, going, You're guys. finally going? I, if I make this appointment, which uh, I kind of want to cancel. Uh, I don't like going to the doctor if I don't have to. I don't know. This I'm is going to be a full year. We've come full this, circle. I was supposed to go to the doctor last November, mm-hmm. and I had to cancel. It got rescheduled for February, then it got rescheduled for June, and then it got rescheduled for October. I'm glad you're not having any major issues because it seems that, right? I basically utilize our conventional medical system for free blood work once a year. That's how I do it. You know, I stopped doing that because I can get my vitamin D checked less than what my PPO, Blue Cross Blue Shield, bills me after. I have a a $380 outstanding bill from the fertility clinic just for blood work. Nothing like related even to what they did with the fertility stuff. And I just refuse to pay it. Because I could buy it out of pocket for less than what they're billing me for. And I'm just like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. My my OBs are awesome. And so if I ask them for things, they'll do it. So they will do it for me, but I get billed for my insurance Mm. for my free T3 and my vitamin D. I'll have to check. I will have to check. I have an HMO. Yeah. So So we we have the PPO, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Anyways, don't even get me started on that. Because... It's just frustrating. You pay thousands upon thousands of dollars every year for health insurance because we're private. You have uh-huh. through Nick, right? Yeah, we have through Nick, fortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then you get shit on. You know, it's, just, it's great. Mm-hmm. It is great. Um, so today is Friday, and that means Friday fire, and that means we give you some tough love. And I actually really like this message. So um, there was a kind of get together of an event that David Goggins spoke at, uh, who is one of our favorites. He is a little intense. I will say he's not for everyone, but he says it like it is. And he's, you know, he has pushed the limits of his body. If you don't know who David Goggins is, go look him up. He's basically an ultra marathoner. He was a Navy SEAL, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he is huge in mindset because he took his life. He, he has experienced the trauma of all traumas. Like his life has been insanity. If you've ever read his books, his books are actually, I find really hard to read because they are so much trauma and like, it, it like triggers me almost. Um, but he did a speech and part of what he talked about was learning to perform without purpose. Because I think a lot of us feel like we need this plan or this big 
idea or like I have to have mm-hmm. how many times have we had conversations and people are like, I just need a plan. I need to be, I need, to be I told. need to know what's going to happen when I need to have this timeline. I need just tell me like what's going to happen by this date or I need to be working towards something. And I can respect that. I like the driven mindset of that, but Sometimes you just got to do it regardless of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the premise behind this is building small wins, right? And not just doing things because somebody else told you to. You have to start to do these things for yourself. So let me give you an example. Beck and I have done 75 hard together. um, And then I did it additional time earlier this year. And I'm a check the box person. Like I'm a visionary in some aspects, but I'm also like, I need deadlines. I need a plan. I want to check the boxes. I make a task list every day because I like to just check it off. Sometimes very transparently, I add something that I did extra just so I can check it off (laughs) because it makes me feel good. Okay. You got to get a little dopamine. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. So with something like that, right, there's a 45 minute uh, outdoor workout and a 45 minute indoor workout, right? In phase one, you cold showers, you get all the stuff, you got reading, gallon of water, yada, yada, yada. So you can have maybe a sense of purpose when you're checking the boxes because you're doing a program. But what about every other day since then? Do I still drink water? Yes. Do I still go for walks all the time? I pulled Becca out today. I was like, we have nine minutes. We're going around. We got to get outside, right? cold showers. We both still do these things. Do I talk about it on social media anymore? No, because I'm just kind of at a point where like our business is in a place that I need my attention. And if I don't have the energy for social media, it doesn't happen that day. So if you guys are like, Liz hasn't been on our stories and doing all these Q and A's lately, it's because our business is number one priority. My mm-hmm. clients are number one priority. So I say all the love, you know, to you guys with that. But if I have the energy, I'm there. And if I don't, I'm not because you can only give so much. And part of that is protecting your space. And so I think about, you know, all these people who are like, you're waiting until somebody else tells you to do something or that you can sign up and invest, you know, in a program or for something to start, right? Like sober October, I'm going to wait until the first of October to get sober. Why not now? Today we're recording it. It's the 26th of September. Why not now? And this is the problem because people will stay stuck. They'll stay overweight. They'll stay miserable mentally, physically, and emotionally. Because they think like, I've got to have this golden nugget to work towards. I'm going to wait until two months before my vacation and then be like, oh shit, I need to lose 20 pounds. How can I do that in the next 60 days? And then blame other people when they don't achieve that goal because they failed to work on themselves outside of this. And that's really harsh. I know that's hitting somebody hard right now when you're listening to this and it's harsh, but it's Friday fire. And you got to start doing these things for you not for anybody else. So you got to start getting up and collecting these wins. And it might look different every day Mm -hmm. for you. It may not be a workout every single morning, right? It may be that you get up and you stretch or you take a cold shower or you sit and you read, or you snuggle with your kids sometimes a little bit longer. That's okay too. But what we're saying here is that if you're the type of person who's like waiting until everything is going to just fall into place and then now you ultimately air quote, have the time, Gonna be waiting a really long time. Well, I think that that, that place is mythical. I, th- I think that it doesn't exist. There is no perfect situation, time, whatever it might be. Um, and, and we know that, right? Like, even when I think that that place is going to exist, I'm like, I don't have anything going on for the next four weeks. I have no plans, whatever it might be. Some shit pops up. Like something happens, some fire drill at work, some kid gets sick and is home all week. Like there's always something. And so like Liz was saying, 
those wins might look different on a day-to-day basis, but something that I find really helpful for myself is I have what I call kind of like this 360 view. I think about what's coming up. I think about what I've done. So for example, I had a couple of weeks in a row where we had travel on the weekend. Um, something else was going on the weekend prior and I like only got three workouts in two weeks in a row. Normally I do four workouts, lots of walking. And like my steps were lower and my workouts were lower. And I saw it. I was like, okay, no matter what I'm going, and we traveled this weekend. So I'm going to adjust my schedule this week and I'm going to get the four workouts in. I even have planned in my mind, because Taylor is my early bird. I've planned in my mind that when we are at the hotel this weekend, I will probably wake up early, take Taylor with me down to the hotel gym and do a workout with her and just have her, you know, be entertained by whatever I find there. Hopefully she doesn't die on a treadmill. Like we'll, we'll make it happen. (laughs) But I'm already like, I saw it happening and I saw this is starting to slip. Whatever has happened has caused me to fall out of my routine and I caught it as soon as it happened and I changed it. And I think that a lot of times what happens is we just kind of float. We hope that things work. When they don't work, we say next time and then next time doesn't happen and then it's next time and then we just fall into these ruts. We fall into these places where nothing's getting accomplished. We're making justifications for why things aren't getting accomplished and then we are miserable because there is a direct correlation between your happiness and what you are accomplishing on a day-to-day basis. We are not saying you need to run yourself into the ground. That is not what we're getting at here. But there needs to be action. There needs to be things that you feel good about and things that you are quote-unquote winning in a day, even though there isn't this huge plan or protocol or program in place. Like That is how you maintain in life. That is how you do it without a coach sometimes, without a program, without whatever you feel you need. You, like how many times, I don't know if you get it a lot, but like I get a lot of DMs of like, what workout program do you follow? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what diet are you doing? Right. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I do yeah. it. I just follow what I think is right in that moment. And you know, yeah. like it doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter for a variety of reasons. My body is completely different than yours. My health history is completely different than yours. My lifestyle is completely different than yours. Unless you're somebody who is like a spitty image of me you're running a business with multiple practitioners. You have children at home. You have a husband who is an entrepreneur. You have, you know, a history of autoimmune and, you know, not some great genetics that I've, you know, recently found out, which has been a game changer, but like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing because it doesn't mean that it's right for you. And I think more and more, we will start to see the customization and people stepping away from things like one size fits all you know, with either group programs or my fitness pal or Octavia or Weight Watchers or whatever, because I think more and more people realize like there's just so many things that matter more Mm -hmm. than just the number on the scale. And we talked about that last Friday, but, um, you know, it's fine if you want to ask me what I'm doing right now in terms of like fasting, have I found it beneficial? Absolutely. Do I love it? Nope. (laughs) Am I ever going to love it? Hell no. (laughs) Um, you know, but my intake levels, they, they do change and they vary in terms of the types of food, the quantity of food, my fasting hours vary, my workouts vary. Right. So it, it doesn't really matter because it doesn't mean that it would be right for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that I don't want to give you the secret sauce. It's that my secret sauce is not your secret sauce. No, no absolutely. And I think if you feel 
mentally, like you were in a place that is stuck, that is, you know, lost, that's not where you want to be. And in turn, probably physically not where you want to be. It is not this huge thing that needs to be accomplished. It is little things. It is always little things. And whenever, you know, whether there is a big purpose at play or a big specific sexy protocol in place or not, it always comes down to the little wins. That is the bottom line of this pro- this podcast today. Like you need to do things when you don't want to do them. You need to be mentally strong enough to withstand in the moment temptations. And you need to be able to see a bigger picture of what you want for yourself. And if you can't, then come back to the daily wins again. Like what makes me feel good on a day-to-day basis? Moving my body, getting enough water in, not cheating on like a meal plan that I have for myself or whatever it might be. Like I know when I get through a day, honestly, Tuesdays are the easiest days for me because I'm at Liz's. I bring my food with me. I am not around my kitchen, my pantry until late at night. It's a lot easier for me to not take bites of things. Like those are my most successful days. And I feel more proud on those days when I'm like, I didn't deviate from my plan. And those are, those are small momentary wins of I want to have this bite of this thing, even though it's not what I should have. I withstand it. That's a win. If you look at your day and you can't think of one thing that you're proud of or one thing that you're grateful for, we've got some deeper work to do. You have to start to create these small wins. When you create those small wins, guess what happens? You start to build confidence. You become more positive. You feel proud of yourself. You're nicer to other people because you've done things for yourself. And guys, we're not talking about anything massive, you know, like two to three hours of your day solely just focusing on you. But like Becca's talking about, you drank the water, you went for a walk or you moved your body. Maybe it was that you slowed down and took five to 10 minutes just to breathe and decompress. Sometimes as a mom, you need to lock yourself in the bathroom or you pretend like you have, you know, upset stomach and you go sit in the bathroom for a little bit. Right. I think, I think husbands do that. I think that's what it is. I think they just don't want to tell us that that's why they take forever to go to the bathroom. They just want them. They just want time. They're like, they just want time. Chill time. I guess. I don't know. But, but I have mom guilt. Like for example, yesterday, just totally side note. I don't ever close the door fully when I go to the bathroom because I just expect one of my kids to walk in. Like Mm -hmm. that's just an expectation. And Nick walked in and he's like, Whoa. And I was like, I'm sorry. The door was pretty much closed. Like, I wasn't around the house. What do you want? Like, uh, <laughs> we got in this like argument and he's like, well, it wasn't latched. And I was like, well, I just expect a small human to walk in on me at any point, because if I'm not clearly in their presence, they come find me. So I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And I'm assuming that you're going to, I was going, I was trying to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yes. I was not peeing. You can deduce yeah, yeah, yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. Um, Well, like in our master bathroom, it's funny because like, so we have a tri-level house and so Marcus will be like, dad, dad, where's dad? I'm like, dude, if you don't hear him respond to you, he's clearly in the bathroom. He's going to the bathroom, right? So upstairs in our master bath, if you walk in, we have like this half wall and the toilet's behind it. And if you open the door, Art will be like, hey, you know, Um, it's just so funny. But anyways, you know, I just, going back to what I was saying is like, Find those small things that you can start to, like you might feel so overwhelmed that everything just feels like a a chore, a task that you don't even know like where to start. And this is where habit stacking can be really helpful in terms of, hey, I'm not, like make a list of things you want to improve in your life and then pick the easiest. (coughs) Pick the easiest, get consistent with that, and then layer and stack another habit on top of it. 
I also really like anchoring. So if you are somebody, for example, that struggles with, I'm trying to think of an, uh, an analogy here, but like maybe you're taking a supplement or medication and you like always forget. Well, I hope that you brush your teeth, right? At least twice a day, like morning and night. Maybe you set that next to your toothbrush. Or if water is a thing for you, what you could do is have a bottle of water or a glass of water next to your toothbrush always ready so that you know first thing in the morning when you're brushing your teeth, you start to drink that water. It's that trigger. So you have to start to put these things in and anchor it to other things you already do until it becomes natural. And then all of a sudden you can cross that off the list. I don't need to do that anymore. And then you can move on to the next thing and you can gradually increase the effort and energy that it takes for these things. And then I also think it's important to tell somebody about it too, to have accountability, or you can use apps like strides or streaks or whatever it's called. I think it's called streaks. Other ways that you can track these things. You can get a calendar out, right? And you can mark down that you did it um, and track your consistency. Again, if you're like me, these things help because you have the checks and balances and you get a little bit of a dopamine hit from that. And every time you do these things, you can start to collect those wins. And by collecting those wins, you're collecting evidence. And when you collect evidence, guess what else you collect? Confidence. Confidence. 